0: Giants fans, thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Only a Giant. We're here to talk about the 27-13 loss to the Denver Broncos, and we're here to preview the Washington football team game that's actually on um, Thursday. So it's going to come right to us pretty quickly here. We have a chance to kind of get that ugly taste out of our mouth. Um, Before I jump in too much, though, I do want to give a quick shout-out to my buddy Curtis here. He uses this website called Pristine Auction to get a bunch of different uh, memorabilia for uh, NFL players and, and college players and signed merchandise, stuff like that. Really cool. He does these mystery boxes as well, and that's where he's gotten some pretty cool finds. He does these review videos, though, on uh, TikTok, and you can find him at, at Curtis Tillman, T-I-L-M-A-N-I-I-I, and the most recent one that he did, actually, at the end, he revealed that he got a piece of an Eli Manning jersey, uh, game-worn jersey, which is really cool, and, and he's actually gifting that over to me. So I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to him and, and tell him that I really appreciate the support and, and the gift. Uh, Curtis has been someone that's always been behind me with this podcast right from the start. He is a Washington football fan, and that's the the unfortunate part, uh, but he's not like these Twitter warrior washington football fans he's realistic he knows you know what the washington redskins are or the washington football team sorry um he has faith in them though you know he he does think they're a good team he's actually very excited about heineke getting the start here and and moving forward to see what what he can offer um but just a special shout out to him thanks so much curtis you're the man um always appreciate the support now jumping back into the giants denver game 27 13 wasn't pretty Really, nothing about it was pretty. Um, there were some sparks, I guess you could you could kind of say. You know, the offensive line wasn't horrible. Although, it's really hard for me to see some of these clips from Solder and say that they weren't horrible because, my God, pathetic. Pathetic Nate Solder. It, especially the one, I mean, there's so many, you know, blocking him, blocking Saquon, um, just time after time doing something idiotic Uh, but there's one that always sticks out to me where he literally sets 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 kind of comes out of his break turns his butt towards the sideline that video you know I'll never sit here and say I know uh, offensive line technique but doesn't look good to me in the first place and then I believe it's Vaughn Miller just comes screaming off the edge and and man (laughs) he puts up no fight it was like he's taking a charge honestly is what it looked like uh I, I I don't see how how you can start Solder again after that pitiful, pitiful performance. They probably will. You know, I won't be shocked at all to see him out there again Thursday night. Maybe uh, Pert will will rotate in a little bit more. And I guess the other guy on the line that I wasn't overly impressed with was Will Hernandez. You know, he did have a really strong camp. I didn't think he played great. You know, I've seen some kind of mixed reviews on that, whether some people saying he played really good, some people saying he didn't. I don't think he did. I thought Bradenson looked decent, even though I know that the PFF scores aren't great uh, as far as he's concerned. Um, But overall, you know, the Giants Giants offensive line held up pretty good. And then you throw in, you know, Andrew Thomas had one of the best games of his career, probably. And Nick Gates played really well as well. Now, two different things I'll get to here. You know, it's nice to see the offensive line play well. um, But this was... An offensive issue. This game was was a game where the play calling was was terrible for the Giants. Uh two plays over twenty yards and one was you know a free play that was a completion to Slayton. Slayton's only good play. And yes, you know the the offense wasn't on the field enough. And I'm gonna put that solely on the defense. You know the defense is something that we're supposed to be able to rely on. Uh, offense does have to step up a little bit though. You know last year the the defense really bailed the offense out. Man, game after game after game. And, you know, we, we did kind of come in expecting this defense to be stellar. And they were far, far from that. They looked bad. Um, and if that's what it's going to be this year, then it's it's not going to be a pretty year. I, I have more faith in the defense fixing their issues quickly, though, than I do the offense fixing their issues. And I think the offense is, is a Jason Garrett issue. And I don't know how you fix it, you know, I other than firing Garrett, you know, and maybe Thursday night the offense will look better and, and things will be better and everyone will be happy. I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. I'm hoping, you know, we can kind of start stringing some wins together. I do think Washington's a winnable game, um, but if our defense is getting lit up like it did against Teddy Bridgewater, then that's an issue and that's not going to be good. Uh, some stats from the game, Teddy Bridgewater, 28 28- for 36, two touchdowns, 264 yards. Best career, or sorry, best game of his career. Scary. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, guys, that that can't happen against the Giants' defense. If he's tearing us up, can you imagine what, you know, Dak's going to do or, or any other quarterback? You know, Matt Stafford. <sighs> Daniel Jones, 22 for 37, 267 yards with a touchdown. I actually think he played pretty well. Um, I'm really not too down on him specifically although you know maybe he should be pushing the field the ball down the field a little bit more maybe it's him maybe maybe he's too scared at this point maybe he's broken you know where he just you know kind of like Eli towards the end of his career is just looking for that check down looking for the quick quick throw even though he's still staring down receivers and he's too afraid to go deep I don't know um but I think overall I, he didn't have a bad game um obviously he had the the fumble which you can't have happen, but guys, every quarterback makes mistakes. Lamar Mil- Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. He had two fumbles the other night, three fumbles actually. I think he lost two. Now, for him, that that's even worse because man, he he really is a running quarterback. Yes, he can throw the ball with some accuracy here and there, but um, for someone like him that's so highly touted as this mobile quarterback that that really is an extension of the running game, you can't have that. Now, Jones kind of is that with us too, but I think Jones can at least throw the ball. <laughs> he can throw the ball downfield, we think, you know. Um, other than that, you know, Shep had a really good game, seven for 113. Um, you know, Slayton really had the one big catch. He had seven targets and three three catches. Kenny D- Galladay had four catches, really in, in you know, cleanup time there at the end. Um, not. Yeah, I want to say more about the game but overall it's kind of almost one of those games where you almost just want to wipe it clean and and move on to the next week um but it's scary you know it's it's a situation where you know i think people definitely had some higher expectations for this team this year and not off to a good start now this is a 17 game season so plenty of time to kind of turn things around here and and see what what we can do a win to win uh thursday definitely helps right that ship and makes everyone feel a little bit better but we have to see it we have to see the defense step up we have to see Bradbury not get beat 12 times or however many times he was beat we need to see a Dory Jackson you know do some things and you know we kind of got saved by a dropped I think by KJ Hamler in the end zone too so a lot of bad <laughs> a lot of bad uh, but things can, can change quickly that's I guess that's my point um, don't get too high don't, don't get too low I want to say that this is like some, you know, do or die game this week, but really, guys, it still isn't. You know, 0 and 2. If we lose this game, we still have 15 more games. Um, who knows what can happen? So we'll kind of wipe the slate clean with the Broncos game. Um, really, the biggest thing I could say with the defense too is we talked about being an attacking defense this year, and that was the furthest thing from an attacking defense. No press on the on the receivers um really just overall defensively the scheme looked bad and then there was no second half adjustments and you know if you're a good defensive coordinator I'm not saying Patrick Graham isn't but you need to be able to make second half adjustments and if, you, if you're if you not going to then it's going to be a, a long long year you know um if you're only going to win games that you scheme properly you know the week prior and, and you're not going to be able to make any adjustments in game teams figure things out teams figure out what you're doing you need to be able to make second half adjustments that was one of the things back with Coughlin where I felt like we did really well I don't know if that was Coughlin I don't know if that was you know Spags or, or Tim Lewis or whoever the heck was DC's back then but I always felt like we were at least able to adjust um, I think that's more to do with Spags. Though, I'll be honest with you um, so let's wipe that clean let's get right into uh the giants washington game that's on thursday night um i don't love thursday night games but it's kind of nice this week to kind of come right back and get have a chance to get that taste out of our mouth you know have a chance to get a w against a backup quarterback who albeit is a backup quarterback um he's someone that might be decent for them you know he, he showed some things last year now i don't know how many first team reps he got throughout uh preseason and and training camp so maybe he'll be a little bit rusty in that sense but we'll see you know Uh, that's going to be a big key getting pressure on him and uh, not letting him set his feet and get you know get get behind these good throws here Um, and then they don't have some weapons too which is definitely going to help you know Samuel's not there he's on IR at this point Um, running game we'll see what happens there overall you know I do think this is a game the Giants can win Offensively for the Redskins, you know, we we kinda gotta not let the run game get established. Um get Heineke off his off his first read and see if he can g- get through his progressions and attack, get some pressure on him, make him move around a little bit, see how this offensive line is gonna hold up. Um Logan Logan uh Thomas, you know, someone that, that can beat us, he has in the past, so we definitely have to make sure he's covered. And if we get enough pressure, that might help suck him in, keep him into block, and that'll help. Uh defensively, uh for the Giants, kind of everything I really just said. Um, you know, let's get the linebackers involved, get the edge guys involved, get him get him into some pressure. Um but let's do what we said we were going to do. You know, let's let's be a little bit more attacking, let's get the cornerbacks up in the line of scrimmage and press. Uh maybe they didn't want to show that against Denver for this game. And I guess to a point, I could understand that because this is a division game. This is definitely a bigger game than the Denver game is. Um, but I feel like you don't do that in the NFL. You know, every game is a must-win. Um, so it's probably not the case. I just hope the defense can be a little bit more attacking. Give the, the give the offense some more possessions. Um, you know, the the time of the the time the offense was on the field was just pathetic against Denver. And that wasn't all on the offense. That was big part on the defense. So defensively, you know, let's get a little bit more press going. Uh, let's get some pressure coming off the edges. Uh, Aziz Jalari, you know, I, I know he had a sack, but I know overall he had kind of a bad game. Uh, a lot of missed tackles. That's definitely something that needs to be cleaned up and that will be cleaned up in time. You know, and a lot of your starters really only played one half. Um, it's somewhat understandable, you know, it's, it's going to take a couple weeks to really kind of get the rust off in in that sense. Uh, so let's clean up the missed tackles. Um, let's, let's clean up the mind, Xavier McKinney, you know, let's, let's not get beat on a double move and, and get lost in space. And, you know, hopefully Jabril Peppers can, can be more involved this week. I'm not really sure what happened with him last week. Um, but he really didn't, I think he played in like 50 or 60% of the snaps and was unhappy about it. And I can't blame him, you know, maybe the scheme dictated that, but clearly, (laughs) clearly the scheme didn't work anyway. So, you know, having him in as that money backer probably would have helped. Um, We'll see, we'll see, you know, what the plan is moving forward. Offensively, you know, let's let the offensive line kind of cook here. Let's get them in a groove. I've heard some rumblings that there's a chance Nick Gates could move to left guard and Price or Scura could come in as the center in place for shane lemieux who's gonna be out this week i worry about that you know if that's something that they want to do then they know what they're doing i don't know you know what the, what they're doing i'm not at practices i just i hate moving people around so much i like the versatility yes um and maybe this is just a one-time thing this week um due to injury i i don't know but i didn't mind what how bradenson played i thought he played decent um so it just seems a little weird to me that we're, we could potentially be moving Nick Gates back to guard. If it's a long-term thing, you know, if that's the plan going forward, then okay, let's do it. Um, and we still have Nick Gates that can always come in in a pinch at center. I just hope we don't keep flip-flopping him. I hope it's not one week at center, one week at guard, one week at center, one week at right tackle. Um, right tackle really is more the position that scares me right now. So if anything, I would think they might move him out there, but I don't know. And these are just rumbling, guys. Um, I know the media can't really say anything as far as positions, so we'll find out later. Um, but we'll see. That'll be really interesting, and that'll probably say a lot about what they think moving forward with Shane Lemieux and maybe what they think about Bradenson. Uh, you know, They gave up a fourth for him. You kind of assume that they have high hopes for him. Um, but maybe he's going to rotate in with Will Hernandez this week because I think right guard was more of his natural position with the Ravens. I could be wrong on that, but... Um, Kind of a weird little possibility there. Um, we'll see what happens. Offensively, though, we need to establish the run. You know, that's something that we weren't able to do last week, and I think that hurts us. You know, when we can't run run the ball consistently, um it hurts. Um now I'm not saying that we need to run the ball in first and ten. That's so so um expected that it, it kind of gets pathetic to a point. Um, but we need to get Saquon the ball. We need to get Saquon in space. We need to show that we have a second running back. I know Brightwell was in at the end of the game. I know Booker was in there for a little while. No one really did anything. Even Saquon really didn't do anything. We need to get Saquon the ball in space, you know, through the running game. We need to throw him the ball. Uh, we, we need some creativity. And this offensive scheme just, I don't know, I'm, I'm skeptical skeptical that that we have the versatility not the versatility i'm skeptical that we have the mind for it and that's scary that's scary um but yes we need to establish the run we need to get our our guys involved a little bit more you know tony had two catches for negative two yards or whatever it was and that was one of the big things they said that we're going to use him um very um not emphatically but they had a plan for him they knew what they're going to do with him and if that was the plan then uh <laughs> yikes so let's get tony some some catches in space you know get him what we what, 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 do a bubble screen do something here to, to kind of get him the ball in space and then get galladay involved get i you know kyle rudolph involved get uh caden smith involved get shep involved i mean shep shep's gonna be involved i think shep's gonna have a pro bowl year this year um but we need to use our weapons. I mean, last week was just pathetic, you know, really. It really was. daniel Jones played decent once again, you know, we kind of said that, but um, we need to get the offensive skill makers, skill players involved in these this offense. And if we don't, then this is just gonna be another loss. Now, if we lose, <clears throat> like I said, I don't want to sit here and say it's a, a do or die game because I I don't think it is. Um, but it's going to be telling, you know, if we lose this game, where do we go moving forward? You know, is Jason Garrett on the hot seat? We don't really know. Um, I'd like to think he is, but there's no proof of that, you know, and I guess judge isn't ever going to come out and and call a coach out. Um, but if we lose this game and the offense looks bad, even if we win this game and this offense looks pathetic and we just, you know, pull out a real tight, you know, 14 to 10 game or something like that. It's not, it's not, Good, you know, um, I really think week four could be a, a good week or week five um, to make some changes. Maybe get um, Freddie Kitchens back in there as play caller. Um, maybe just you don't even have to fire Garrett. You can just relieve him of the play calling duties and let someone else call the plays. That's probably what I could see happening. I don't think they'll fire Garrett as kind of a courtesy to Garrett. Um, let him ride out the the rest of the year as the offensive coordinator. But have Freddie Kitchens call the plays. That would be my guess. Um, do the Giants win the game against the Washington football team? They're both zero and one. I do. I do think the Giants win this game. I don't think it's going to be pretty. You know, I I do hope we open up the offense a little bit and we score more than 20 points. Um, last week, I think I guessed 20 to 14 Giants were going to win. Obviously I was wrong. Um, but we need to put up more than 20 points to win this game. I'm going to say 27, 24 Giants going to get some points, going to get things moving. Yes, I know this Washington defense is good, um, but Giants, for some reason, have just had success against the Washington football team in the past. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. Wouldn't shock me to see uh, Ron Rivera go for some, you know, two-point conversions, do some fake punts, do something weird. He always seems to have some type of trick up his sleeve, uh, but I think, ultimately, this is a game the Giants can win, um, and it, but it'll be close. It's going to be a dogfight. This isn't going to be an easy game. You know, I don't want to see the, the, the defense kind of struggle again, but how much can he turn around in one week? I guess we'll see. Um, so Giants win, and that's going to be my prediction for that game. Now, I will do the pick em. You know, I actually haven't had a chance to kind of go through and see exactly how he did last week. I will do that next week. Um, but I think I had a pretty good week overall for the most part. Um, I know I had a couple upsets. I had Pittsburgh beating uh, Buffalo. I had the Browns beating Kansas City. And I know I think they lost right at the end, so I, I was wrong on that. But I had some, some good some good choice, good good picks. I had Dolphins beating the Patriots. Um, so let's, let's jump right in. Patriots, Jets, both teams are 0-1. Um, this is a game the Patriots should win and it shouldn't be close. Uh, Zach Wilson was exposed a little bit last week and not really that surprising to me. You know, everyone was kind of up Zach Wilson's butt from preseason, but it's preseason guys, <laughs> you know, look at Daniel Jones, prime example. I had some of the best preseason numbers that I've ever seen from a quarterback on the giants. Um, but it's preseason guys, you know, so I'm going to go Patriots kind of in a, in an easy win there. Next you're going to have bills dolphins. That's going to be a tough game. I think I'm going to pick the bills to win that just because they're coming off that loss to Pittsburgh. And I think they're going to come out hungry. Not that they weren't hungry before, but I think the pit the Pittsburgh game was a little bit of a wake up call. And that's going to kind of get them back on their feet and, and really come out ready to ready to win on Sunday. So I'm going to go Bills and a tight win on that one. That'll put both teams at one and one. Broncos, Jaguars, you know, <laughs> I'd be very disappointed <laughs> if the Jaguars won that game. Uh, but I do think Denver wins that game. I didn't mind what I saw from Teddy Bridgewater. You know, I was honestly a little bit more impressed with him than I thought I would be. Um, so I'm going to go Broncos with that with a win next up 49ers eagles um eagles impressed me i gotta be honest with you i'm not happy about it uh eagles impressed me though they looked they looked good um now i don't know if that's something to do with atlanta just looking really bad or if that was legit eagles looking great now on the eagles front it is week one you know take it with a grain of salt um but you have to be pretty pleased as an Eagles fan with what you saw there, which sucks for for, for Giants. But um, I'm going to go with the 49ers win on that. I think the 49ers are a good enough team. Uh, you know whether whether that's Jimmy Garoppolo leading leading them or, or Trey Lance coming in for some mop up duty. I don't know, uh, but I do think the 49ers win that game. I think it'll be close though. Um, Jalen Hurts surprised me a little bit last week and, and had a really good game. Let's see if he can do it again. 49ers though. Rams, Colts, um, you know, I'm kind of going with the favorites every week, I feel like at this point, but I'm definitely going Rams on this. Matthew Stafford looked like a stud, which I thought he would, and I think that's going to be something that's going to continue. He's going to keep looking good. He's going to keep throwing to his weapons. It's going to be a, a, they're going to be a scary team going forward. Raiders, Steelers, both teams are 1-0. I would have to assume the Steelers are probably favored in this. Um... I'm gonna go Raiders on this and just switch it up just a little bit. I liked what I saw the other night. I think the Raiders have this this fight mentality um, where you know they're never down, they never quit. You know, adversity after adversity in that game. Almost had it won. Then then you know then the turnover in the end zone overtime. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, but I think the Raiders come out and win that game. Bengals Bears. Now I'm going Bengals with this game for a couple of reasons. Yes, of course, I want them to lose, the Bears to lose for, for Giants' sake. But I was impressed with the Bengals. I think they, they showed a lot of fight. I think Burrow looked pretty good. Chase showed you know his his, his talent, Jamar Chase, and made some good plays, some good catches. And then defensively, they, they played pretty well in, in Mixon and ran the ball like a stud. So I think I'm going Bengals on that. Um, I think it'll kind of be a game that's not close. Texans, Browns, we're going Browns, and they're gonna come out and, and punch the Texans in the face, I think. That'll be an easy win for the Browns. Um, and by an easy win, I mean it'll be a win. No game's easy in the NFL. Uh, unless you're the Eagles playing the Atlanta Falcons. Saints, Panthers. Um, I think probably the Saints are probably favored in this game. I know Jameis Winston had a great game, and you know, everything looked honky dory, everything looked good, but I'm still not a believer in Jameis Winston. I'm going to go Panthers on this. I think the defense is is legit. I think um, Sam Darnold's going to continue to evolve with this offense. And they're going to move the ball and they're going to win. Uh, You know, Christian McCaffrey's a great back. You have Elvin Kamara on the other side, I know. Uh, But I think the Panthers' defense is better. Vikings, Cardinals. Vikings are 0-1. Cardinals are 1-0. I had the Cardinals to lose week one. And boy, was I wrong. And... i'm I'm gonna pick the cardinals in this game i think the vikings might come out with a little little bit of a fight after losing week one but i think the cardinals are just the better team and i think the cardinals will win this game kind of handily falcons buccaneers buccaneers all day every day on that um until i see something different from the falcons I'm, i'm not very sold on them we do have them next week i'll be at that game i'm pretty excited um I fully expect the Buccaneers to be zero and two heading into that game, and hopefully zero and three. Cowboys, Chargers. Uh, Cowboys are zero and one. Believe it or not, Chargers are one and zero. That's gonna be a tough game. That's not gonna be an easy game. I do think the Cowboys win that game though, and get back to one and one, and kind of keep moving forward. Chargers, uh, kind of same deal though. They have a, a good defense same deal as the, as the Buccaneers is what I should say. They have a good defense, uh, good offense. Herbert seems to know what he's doing. He seems to not, you know, picking right up from where he left off last year. Uh, but it's only one week. So see what happens going forward. Uh, but Cowboys win that game. I think it'll be close. Titans, Seahawks, Titans are 0 and one Seahawks are one and oh, this seems to me like a classic game where the Titans are going to come out pissed and they're going to try to make a statement here and get back in the win column. Uh, Derrick Henry, n- no idea where he was last week. Um, you know, he's always scared me a little bit just with with his workload. Maybe they're trying to manage that a little bit, or maybe their scheme just didn't dictate it. I don't know. Uh, I'm going Seahawks on that though to improve the two and zero, and the Titans are going to be zero and two, and they're going to face an uphill battle. Luckily, their division they can come back with. They can come back in. Now the Sunday night game is going to be a fun one: Chiefs Ravens. It's hard to pick against the Chiefs. You know, I do think the Ravens will come out firing and, and kind of be pissed off from their loss, but uh I'm going I'm going to go Chiefs on that. Chiefs improved the 2-0, Ravens at 0-2. Um Ravens, it's going to be tough, you know. I I kind of said this in the, in the preseason, you know, our team's figuring out Lamar Jackson is he, you know, this MVP player still or is the league figuring him out? And I think he kind of looked like he got figured out a little bit last week we'll see what happens moving forward maybe that's not the case um but i'm going chiefs next we have lions packers uh that's a monday night football game i'm going packers on that i mean the packers can't be as bad as they were last week i I don't know what happened there uh but it was not pretty so we're gonna go packers for a win on that over the lions and that's it guys you know this is kind of a quick pod um obviously I, i you know it's it's a little late. It's not going to be out until Thursday. Um, I anticipated getting it out a little bit earlier, uh, but man, you know, work just comes right at you hard, and 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 things happen quick. Uh, been a little under the weather too, which which doesn't help. Um, but yeah, you know, football's back. We're here. You know, let's let's get to week two. Let's 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 play the Washington football team and let's get a win. Uh, let's make it five and all in the last uh, two years, three years at this point. Um, Let's show that we aren't as bad as we looked week one. And, you know, if Jason Garrett wants any chance to hang on to this job, he needs to show something offensively. Defensively, I'm not as worried with Patrick Graham. I think he'll figure it out. He's a good enough coordinator that will adjust. It happens, you know, game plans don't always work. Um, but it's a little concerning that there's really, you know, very little press man coverage. Corners were off 10 yards every time. Um, getting beat left and right. A little concerning, but... I have more faith in him turning it around than I do with Jason Garrett. So that's it, guys. Thanks for joining me. Um, hopefully this catches you before the Giants game. Let's get a let's get a win. Let's get that ugly taste out of our mouth. Let's not overreact one way or another. If we do win this game, that doesn't mean um, that we're fixed. It doesn't mean that we're going to win a Super Bowl. We still have a lot of things to work on, but it's a step in the right direction. And if we lose, guys, it's a loss. You know, it sucks. We're not going to be happy about it. But we have a a kind of a good time frame here. We have a couple extra days to prepare for Atlanta next week, um, and hopefully get a win there. But I'd love to go into that game one and one with a chance to get to two and one. You know, the the Denver game was a was a blip. You know, it sucks that we lost, but it is what it is at this point. And let's get things headed in the right direction. That's all I got, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, you know hey let's let's get a fucking win i'm sick of this losing shit you know let's freaking go